This podcast is presented by the Florida Thoroughbred Breeders and Owners Association and the Florida Department of Agriculture. Hi, Lynn. I'm so glad you came in the studio today to talk a little bit about um, UF IFAS Ag Extension Programs. Welcome. Thank you, Tammy. It's good to see you. It's very good to see you. And so I know you have a very long history in agriculture, so I thought for folks that maybe that don't know you in the equine world, that maybe you could talk a little bit about your background and, and where you were in ag before you became the director over at Ag Extension. Well, I've been in Marion County for a number of years, since 1974. Went to Forest High School, and I was in the 4-H program when I was in high school, uh, very much involved with the horse uh, projects and showing and, and doing things that direction. And I really enjoyed 4-H, and so I wanted, as a career, to be involved with that. And so I went to So you to knew school. it early on that you wanted to be doing what you're doing today? Correct. And oh, it wow. was from my experience in 4-H, and so I decided to go to school to become an extension agent, a 4-H agent. And when I got ready to graduate, I could do the 4-H direction or the FFA um, agriculture in the classroom direction. And so I decided to go that way for the first 19 years of my career, taught animal science uh, with an emphasis in horse um, equine science. And we actually had a mare. We were able to get a mare, have her on the property, breeder, seller at OBS, um, sells, or not her, but her foals. Her, her baby, yeah. And um, had a real good program that way. I have a lot of students in the community that are current, currently in the industry. And um, it's been a great career the first 19 years. Um, so that's that was my start. Uh, from there, I went into administration within the public school system with um, career and technical education, uh, which were all areas uh, from agricultural all the way into um, auto mechanics and health science all and the different trades, things like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, went to Stark and was the director of the technical college there. They did have a pretty strong agricultural program, but not necessarily an equine program. But I was still living in Marion County. So wow. when the opportunity came available for me to be the extension director, I um, jumped at it and knew that that would be my dream job because that's actually what I wanted to do from the time that I was in high school, freshman in high school. So, And I believe that because I actually was, when they do all those interviews for that, they have all these different people from different parts of the industry and, and different facets because it's a, a, a bigger job than just agriculture because you're doing consumer services and leadership and all of that. And I remember sitting there going, wow, you know, when I was watching you do your presentation on stage, I said, she has a passion for this and she must have dreamt that this as a young person being in this profession and doing this because you just seem like the perfect fit. And that's exactly what I felt like when I um, took the job because it was my agricultural background. Equine science was a big emphasis in the county. Of course, it's the horse capital of the world, um, agriculture in general, and then education. And then I had a lot of leadership development through um, the uh, administrative side of public education. So I stepped into the position and thought it would be the closing of my career, which hopefully won't be too um, short. I want to want to do it for quite a little while but um, that's what my expectations are is to enjoy the community from a different standpoint um, but 
ties back to the very beginning, which was my 4-H extension. Which has served uh, you well, because yes. now when I see the different events like the um, Farm City Week, um, uh, Marion County Agricultural Hall of Fame, which which you spearhead, and seeing, you know, like, oh, here's this student coming back, or this student that I knew, or this person, and look at them now in their leadership role in their own ag endeavor, or the Annie's Project that you launched, which I want to talk a little bit more about. That was amazing, because you're like, People are saying, I'm the guest speaker talking about this subject matter, but I knew Lynn 20 years ago, or Lynn encouraged me to get in this. And that's amazing. That's a really nice legacy, and then also great resources for you to have now. Uh, it has been very, very beneficial to me in the position that I'm in now, and it also helps agents because I am a community person. I've been in Marion County for, and I don't want to add up all the years, but I know that uh, 74 to 20 Two. We can say as long as OBS. OBS was 1974, <laughs> so we can say that well, long. <laughs> uh, anyhow, for quite some time. So um, I do know a lot of the community members and a lot of the people that I was in 4-H with are leaders in the community. And um, a lot of my students um, that I had in class are actually in the industry, the in the in in the equine industry and are in agriculture in general you know they may be uh, they may not be in the equine industry but they may be in um, some types of agribusinesses that support your industry um, and or in education I actually have three agriculture teachers in Marion County that were students of mine in the past yeah that's 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 a great legacy so let's talk a little bit about your most equine thing that you do which is your equine institute which is held every fall in September. You want to talk a little bit about that program? I sure will. In our extension office, we do have 10 agents, and one of those agents is a livestock agent. Um, her emphasis is our large animals, horses, and cattle. And in September, and her uh, scheduled date for this year is September the 21st. It's a Thursday. They will be doing the um, Equine Institute, which is a yearly event. And um, anyone in the central uh, part of our state um, are invited. Of course, anybody from anywhere could come and join us, um, but that's the, the main targeted audience. And all the agents within the Central District, there's 13 agents within our area that are livestock and horse oriented, and they'll bring in specialists that come in and talk specific about maybe training aspects, maybe feed, maybe um, farriers that do the feet and uh, show the equipment that direction and just whatever happens to be some hot topics in the equine industry to help the producers and um, owners here in the in the county yeah um, and so, they do reach out to us as an association and also producers to ask what that content will be like each year so it's not the same thing each year like you said it's based on feedback from the, the those in central florida and what they're seeing as an equine practitioner that's true. Uh, very much so. It could be uh, pasture related. It could be invasive species that may be growing in your pasture. And um, the Central Florida Livestock Agents Group, the CFLAG group, um, they can go on or you can go on that website and find different events that are related to um, pasture management, just training, uh, maybe a about stomach issues, manure maybe management, ulcers, best manure practices, management, I know. best practices, yeah. all those kinds of things. So she does have that. She also has a pasture school. Um, she does programs on, well, she actually has a short course that, that you can take online through the University of Florida that's opened. You can register for that and um, pasture manage. And that's Caitlin Bainham, who now got married. So I don't know her. 
Justison. Justison. Okay. So um, congratulations to her. But but yes, so she's got that other program out there, Pasture Management, which is, and a lot of this is hands-on on-site too, which, and then some is online, which the online content that, that you, you guys produce is amazing because you almost feel like you're actually there. And a lot of those things, when they walk the fields and show things, I, I feel like you get a good sense of it. So if you can't be there in person and do it online, it's still very effective. That's true. And a lot of times they'll actually shoot footage out in the fields so that you can see the practice. And, um, of course, Caitlin also can come to the farm and do um, individual site visits and give recommendations that direction too. Along with Kate, Caitlin, we do have several other agents that work in the industry or may be beneficial to uh, the equine industry. We have a water resource agent. We have an ag and natural resource agent that does a lot with uh, farm uh, manure management, composting, uh, your ponds that are on the, the farm that may need some pond management suggestions. If you have invasive species as far as animals and or plants, they can give you some advice that direction. Um, so they have a lot of educational resources available to you. And our programs are basically free um, other than if they're if it's an all-day program or whatever they may ask for um a small registration fee for coverage of uh your lunch, lunch your very or, good lunch and your and your takeaway materials for sure that's correct so sure. um you know basically we're there for the community to support them and um all the research and everything that's done at the university of florida is then available to our community through our agents um to help answer the issues that y'all yeah. may uh, come across. And I think that's really important. There's two things I note from it is one of the things that's always based in science and is based in research from the university, which I think is really key. So folks aren't giving maybe anecdotal advice for pond management or for those weeds that, that, that they want to be careful about with their horses. And so it's actually science-based. Um, they've got great data. So when you say pasture management, it increases yields. Also for water quality, that that's tested and, and even in your soil testing. And then on the other side of that, I think that, that the team really works well together to create programs that are effective for both their audiences. So if it's somebody with the plant plant area, they team with the equine person, and all of a sudden now you have this, you know, weeds that you need to watch for with your equines or whatever that looks like. And so uh, those two things I think work really well. And the research part I think is really key that stands out from maybe other presentations that they might find somewhere else. That's very true, uh, Tammy. The research-based information is critical to our programs. We're an extension of the University of Florida, and we're held to the same standards that the University of Florida employees, researchers, and all are held to. You know, we're looking for how does the information that we present to the community impact the community in a positive way. And um, so that's really important to us. Um, and when you talked about the comp collaboration between the agents a lot of the programs and a lot of best management practices are based on what's best for the producer and the environment so um, I know sometimes that can be a touchy situation because it might be a little bit more expensive or um, maybe more time consuming but with the amount of water resources we have here in Marion County is extremely important for us to preserve those resources so combining the efforts of more than one researcher or more than one topic and bringing it together and providing um, the solution for the total prog 
problem or project yeah. is um, key to right. some of the pro programs we have. Yeah, it gives a bigger audience. And then, again, the idea is to, to it's not about being fast and quick. It's about that quality and your best practices being put in place. And, you know, a good example is I know um, Caitlin's talk me, talked to me about some different farm visits where someone did have a pond management issue. Um, and it was going to be maybe detrimental, not just to maybe equines, but their wildlife and just the pond in general for its health. And they walk through what that looks like on a farm. So the farm on-site farm visits are an element of that. And it does not cost. And I think a lot of people do think, well, that some they're going to charge me. And the, the thing is, that's the whole idea of extensions. It extends out to our community to help our community. That's correct. And um, extension, the whole extension service was a partnership between the government, um, the county governments, and the University of Florida. And they're all done through the um, land-grant universities, which... University of Florida is a land-grant university, and also in Florida we have um, a FAMU, which is a, in uh, Tallahassee that's a land-grant university. And each one of your states have land-grant uni universities in every county in the state of Florida, and um, most every county in all states um, do have extension offices. And, and I believe in land-grant universities. I graduated from one in Missouri, and then I also was a big Aggie, so I... I, I connect with all of that on every level. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having me.